0: Um, Here we are again, uh, spending time (laughs) that we should be spending out and about... With our family and friends and loved ones. <laughs> here we go. Just sitting on the goddamn internet listening to people talk. But hopefully, you'll get some inspiration today because I'm sitting here today with one of the most inspirational ding dongs that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and somebody else. You're a ding-dong. Who, I love it. And somebody else who I would assume is probably equally as great because they are in great company. So please, oh. everybody, make some noise. Nashville's in the building.
1: <laughs> See? Oh, my God. Don't get yeah, us
0: started. started. What's up, like, man? How's it going? Literally, the whole point is to get you started. It's the
2: start of the episode.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, man. All right. So, Byron and Jaquia.
1: Yes, you got it right. I knew he would. Yay.
0: Nice to meet you, officially. Yes, nice to see pleasure. you again, Byron. You too, it's been a while. Yeah, Looking good.
2: I
3: feel good. I feel you good. look
0: great as well. Thank you very much. I'm feeling good. Yeah, it's a good Wednesday there. afternoon, That's right. and we are here chilling. We're here to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of creativity in your adult years. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different whole <laughs> oh, different experience. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, so Byron, you're no stranger to the show. Mm-hmm. You've been, I don't even know how many times you've been on this I, thing. This
3: might be my fourth.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Jaquia, you're new here. Mm-hmm. I don't know a thing about you. You're a stranger in my house. So tell me a bit about yourself. Down.
1: Okay. Well, my name is Jaquia May, born and raised from Wilkinsburg. Um, I love music. I grew up uh, singing in the church. Um, That's how I learned how to sing. Um, And I played the trumpet growing up as well. I uh, was blessed to be able to start going to Shadowlands when I was really, really young. Mm. And I learned how to uh, really perform there and uh, work with my craft and perfect it and open mics throughout the city of Pittsburgh. Um, I work with children as well we been working with kids since I was about like seven or eight years old. Um, I love children. So it's just one of those things. And in addition to that, I've been blessed to be able to uh, sing in different places throughout the city of Pittsburgh. Um, and back in 2019, I was able to perform in Switzerland and Ghana for the wow. first time. And um, I've been going to Ghana pretty much almost every year since and performing there. Um, and it's been a blessing. I've been a fan of Byron since I was like 21 years old. I didn't know this um, till later. Right. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. And, um, you know, I was, you know, blessed to be able to see him perform last year and I started singing behind him. We'll go into that story a little bit longer, little bit longer <laughs> but I've just been blessed to be able to learn a lot of different things about myself. So I'm a small business owner, event curator, creative teacher, singer, My name is Jaquia Bay. That's it.
0: Hey, well, it's very nice to meet you. It seems like you and Byron are two peas in a pod because, like, hey, you know, both of you uh, (laughs) don't really have a whole lot going on. (laughs) Plenty of time to, you know, get together and make,
1: you know, rock music for the world. (laughs) One of the only off days we have Uh because we barely have days off.
0: Well, you know, that's uh, a good place to, like, really start this discussion with, you know, the two of you in terms of, like what art and creating art can like do for your spirit and your soul. And I think a lot of people overlook that a lot of people, especially like as you're getting older, you Mm -hmm. know, sometimes you'll get people that are just the most miserable that are like, why are you still doing this? Or they'll give you that sort of an attitude. And it's just like, you know, maybe you could use a little song in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, what has like the experience since you started doing this like Nashville been like for you know just the two of you in terms of like your spirits? Because this is like a, a somewhat newer-ish yeah. endeavor for you, right, Byron?
3: Yeah, so Nashville is the full band. We have Jules Powell on drums, we got Justin Brown on bass, Jaquay on vocals, me on vocals and guitar. And then we do duo gigs a lot. So we actually probably gig more as a duo, just as the in-betweener, so we don't burn out our bandmates. That's but true. we made a pact to sort of at the beginning of the year, I'm like, you know, everyone, I'm kind of tired. You know, everyone's probably going to take a break. We should probably lean into it a little bit. I said, but that way, in 90 days, we'll be so much better than we would if we took a break now. I said, it's going to be a little, there's going to be days we don't want to do it. But I promise you, I'll do everything in my power to make sure that I, like, come through on this promise of where it's going to put us. And we just been going. You know what like, I, relentless.
0: I, I fucking love about you, Byron, is like, Everything no matter what is somehow focused through the idea of like an exercise regiment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
0: all right. So you gotta get your legs on one. Like listen, in 90 days right we're gonna be <laughs> right. 90 days you'll feel
1: better. I guarantee.
0: But <laughs> but as a result, you get a lot done. You do. Yeah. You know, uh Jacquea, prior to working with Byron, what was your like I guess like regimen as a musician or just engaging with your creativity like? prior to oh, working with Byron, gosh. and how has it changed since? Wow,
1: okay, um, <laughs> good question. That's, a good question. that's a really big question. Okay, um, I used to work with One Hood Media, um, doing a lot of music through production, um, worked with David Edmonds, um, Lucas from Brazil, a group of different in, in musicians and individuals throughout the city of Pittsburgh and beyond. Um, but there really wasn't any structure. We were just like doing things, just like, let's get together, do a jam session, let's do an open mic. And it's like, we talk a good game, but no, nobody would do anything besides that. And it's just like, okay, Jaqueline, we want to do these things. And I'm just like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> I did my part, what you going to do? So, you know, I feel like, Everything came in its own divine time. I was supposed to meet Byron when mm. I did. I was supposed to be able to create and connect when we did. Um, and then when the beginning of the year happened, um, when we made that pact, it was just like, there was so many days where me and him were just like, he said it and I said it. I'm like, I am so tired. He's like, so am I. I'm like, I didn't get any sleep. I didn't get any either. But we're going to work on these two songs for <laughs> two hours. And then I'm going to take you home, Koya. Okay, all right. Thank you. So, and then I'm just like... The commitment, the dedication, and then the fact that we would be honest with each other about how we actually feel and not trying to put on airs. I hate it when people put on airs. Just be honest. Like, okay, you don't feel it. That's cool. Yeah. Let's just be honest. And because of that, the music became so much more healing because we were able to laugh at each other. We were able to laugh at ourselves. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? Not taking ourselves so seriously and, and work through the mistakes and being able to find comfort that... As long as you're still trying, you're still doing it, that's so much better than not doing it at all. Absolutely. And that changes everything. So those 90 days, he was right. It was brutal, but he was right.
3: I mean, we, we were playing outdoor gigs <laughs> that were so cold. <laughs> oh my God! That we the people working were like, We're so sorry. We're gonna be inside though, but we got a little <laughs> heater, there. Like we were like, oh okay. no. Uh, and we would do we would just power through it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. I can't feel my hands, but we'll do the show.
1: Hazelwood, and then we would do the next
3: thing, and then it's like, is the tent blowing off the ground? You guys got sandbags, but we do it. (laughs) So sort of, it felt like boot camp of like just getting good, like really paying our dues in a different way, not to the scene, but to ourselves. Like, I'm like, look, we can get through those cold ash gigs and these hard ones and these three hour gigs as a duo. That's long, you know. Mm. So we had to keep creating different ways to make it interesting for ourselves. I mean, I don't want to hear a guitar player and singer just for three hours. doesn't matter how good they are. So I'm like, how do I make that interesting? So we would improvise a lot. I got really good at looping. She knows she's an encyclopedia of soul music and rhyme. So, like, she'll drop into, like, she'll start dropping bars. She did that in a show. And we were, like, the whole band's, like, oh, she can rap <laughs> Like, live. And I'm like, keep going. You know what I mean? So there's been a lot of, like, learning. And there's, the trust factor has been really big of letting each other mess up and grow and try mm-hmm. things and keep pushing the boundary. And you feel comfort when you know that the people care about you while you're doing it too.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's huge. I think that the, my least favorite thing about what has happened to music over the past couple of decades is this strive for perfection. Yeah. It just kills art in like in any medium. It doesn't matter yeah, if it's, it's so cold. music or art or film or anything. It's mm-hmm. it, it neat. There's nothing perfect about being human yeah and all anybody wants out of any artistic expression is to re- connect with it on a human level right yeah. unless you are a robot there are robot people that do exist yeah. don't get I'm me like, wrong i really like that <laughs> yeah
1: <sound perfect. laughs> okay. you, you, um, you, you need to add reverb <laughs> 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 oh man.
0: You, you sound like you're about to break into a devo song
1: oh, she, uh, she, God. She, she, she'll learn it and do it right yeah you know, I'm, I'm a big studier of music so i'll be the one like um uh, when I was growing up, because I mean, I think I'm, I'm a different generation, which is so interesting. I had the, you know, the CD player you would walk around with. You would try yeah. your best for it to not shake so it wouldn't skip. You know? <laughs> and I remember being that person, like, you know, whole try- and then trying to put it in your pocket. But it was so big, it couldn't fit. So it's just like. <laughs> or the cassette player, which would be my jam. Because no matter how many times you shook that dang thing. It never skipped, you were good. But you know, it just, I'll end up learning a song out of nowhere because it's just, it touches me and I'll end up just picking it up. Like one of my favorite songs to this day still was Trouble Man by Marvin Gaye. And I know all the words to that song. Not just because, it's because the way he feels, the way he comes through on that song is so real that it's just like, how could I not? Yeah. Song? Like, cause I hear everything, I hear the pain, I hear all of it, and it, it inspires me, so. I don't know where I end up learning the song.
3: I think that's what's kept it interesting is that we go 100% off the of feel. So we will have a set. Actually, we, I haven't written a set in like 11 shows. We just walk up and they're like, what are we doing? I like call it because I could feel it off of the crowd. And we do so much reactive stuff that it's been easier to just be more comfortable with that. But I'll watch and if I see how someone's reacting to how she's singing, I'm like, we're not going to do this song, Do this song next. Because I know it's going to connect. And I think the most exciting part is seeing little four-year-olds and like 84-year-olds like the music. That's what has me more blown away than anything is like the range is the widest range out of all the bands and projects I've ever been in. And it's all been live. It's not like we we don't even have music out yet. Nope. We're about to, but it's all been based off of just playing with the people and, and dealing off the feel. So yeah. that's what's making it really exciting for me.
0: You know, something that I imagine is helpful in this situation is that um, the opportunities for spaces that you get to play are probably a little bit more broad than if you were just like a straight up rock band. Mm-hmm. And the question that I want to ask next is like, is being a part of that scene, like doing a lot of like, um, maybe they're like, like it might be like a restaurant gig or mm-hmm. like an outdoor gig or maybe like even a corporate gig or yeah. something like that. Like, does that ever feel like, Isolating if you're doing a lot of that and not getting an opportunity to play with a lot of bands, or are you playing with like a lot of We're other bands? bands
3: too? Yeah, yeah. because Nashville is hitting just as much, so we have like a nice balance of it. We just go extra because the opportunities are coming. Yeah. I'm so used to like booking all my own stuff and then people are like, Hey, I want to have your duo or right. and she's or she'll be like, Hey, I wanna have my guitarist, you know. So there's opportunities coming from different directions because we're both tapped into different parts of the scene. There's some crossover, but she kind of has her universe, I have mine, and we've just been blending it. But I think what's been opening it up is that we are playing different spaces where it's not like a rock band or a bar per se. Maybe it's a brewery, maybe it's a winery, or maybe it's a wedding. And so you have this opportunity to kind of, like, really work on your music live all the time because it's never the same. That way, when we're in that rock environment, it's, like, we're so fine-tuned from all that experience. And then we're just, like, all right, guys, we need to hit this. Like, right. we're at Starlake. You know, like, hit it and quit it. <laughs> yeah, Take no prisoners. Aggressive set. Boom. You know, and the band yeah. knows what that means because we're working all the time. So it's helping the music grow even if we're not all playing together gig-wise, you know. Totally, totally. totally open, like, a totally different way of – uh Going after it for me. I, I don't feel like I'm chasing gigs at all. If anything, I'm saying no.
2: Because I was, just often, like, I, yeah. I was like, I don't
3: know. I am like, I can't. I'm like, I'm already <laughs> booked, you know? I, I want to, but... Um, and I think that's making it more fun. It doesn't feel like the grind at all. Like, yeah, it's a grind, but it doesn't feel like I'm in the grind at all.
0: Sure, 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 yeah. sure. It's, it's nice to be wanted. Yeah. It makes things a lot easier. It does. Because not only... Is there a weight lifted off of your shoulders in terms of needing to reach out to people that might not know you and yeah. trying to sell yourself mm-hmm. as being worthy of you know yeah. their time and money? Yeah. Um, but it's the opposite. If somebody's reaching out to you, you know they're going to go out of their way to make sure that like not only are you getting a space to play, but hopefully they're going to provide like decent accommodations for you because they want you there and they respect yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Versus like the grind of. Trying to market yourself.
3: Yeah. Right. Well, I think part of it is if you market yourself well enough and you can just stay. I love the word omnipresent, which is just, that's my goal. I want to be everywhere <laughs> without this sense of like, I need to be everywhere. Right. You know, like playing Picklesburg is like a wide range of people we'll be in front of, but. Playing the wedding the other day was just as totally a different scene altogether. Somewhere in there, I know someone's like, I think I've seen you before. And that creates more opportunity just from visibility. I don't feel like I'm overplaying. You know, I actually lost the gig because they didn't like that I had other gigs in the weekend. And so they pulled my gig. I'm not saying where, but they pulled my gig like right Right. before. (laughs) They're like, well, we, you know, we need to, to not play as close. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that when you booked? You know, and it wasn't like I was selling tickets. It wasn't that type of gig, you know? So for me, I'm like, I want as many people. I want to gain as many fans as possible one show at a time. Yeah. And that's why I'm doing so much.
0: Real quick. I'm going to turn off all the mics. Tell me what that was. Hold on. Wait.
3: Oh, I can't turn it off while I'm recording. Tell me later. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I was—I was trying was try to be real yeah, slick. Yeah, i you know. I am curious, though. But it was—it was weird, and it was like they—they they felt it was going to take away, and I'm like, I think it's going to add. You're thinking of it in an old way, you know? Yeah, sure. You don't want a band who just played four gigs and then you expect them to come to your bar and pack and people drink. That's different. But this wasn't that type of setup. Right. I was using promo well, to kind of elevate to that gig as well so that's just a whole way of going about it yeah
0: and also i imagine that it's a situation where like if a brewery opens up down the street from a brewery that's better business for both breweries most of the time Mm -hmm. because more people are going to come out and it's just like look like if i'm already playing a gig and people like what i'm doing and i have something else going on that night i'm gonna be like
3: hey I'm going to this other great place. If mm-hmm. you want to come out,
0: tell your friends,
3: that yeah. sort of thing. Or, you know, say they couldn't see you on Friday night. You're playing that place on Saturday. They're like, yeah. oh, but I can see you tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. Oh, it wasn't even on the same day? No.
0: No. It was just. <laughs> no. It wasn't even the same day. Because I know, I, I know, <laughs> I you, I know you're a bit a of a bit. wild boy. I've seen you do some <laughs> yeah. multiple gigs I'm in a, a day. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm a wild boy. I'm a wild boy. It wasn't even the same day. Oh, good oh. Man. Yeah. I was like, that's some, that's some tomfoolery.
1: Yeah, listen.
3: But I don't know. I, I like where we are right now with it. I like the experience of playing these different rooms, not just because like, Oh, we're playing everywhere. It's more like, how do we adapt in this and still be true to ourselves? That is such a skill to work on musically Yo, where you can kind of like, be a chameleon, but you're never not being true. And that's been exciting. So it's making the music really healing for me. Mm. Every time we'll be like, damn, I'm tired as hell. And then by the end, we're like, where are we doing now? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Where you want to go? <laughs> like- wanna 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 go? Let's go. Like, Let's do this. <laughs> it's
1: really beautiful. Yeah.
3: Um, it's helped me get better at music. It's just,
1: and it's very, it's very uh, melodic. It's very beautiful um, to see and to watch it, to be able to work with people. Like Byron is just like, oh, word. Okay, we're going to do this. Okay, cool. Like we did a wedding on Sunday. And I'm just talking to him like, okay, well, this is a wedding. All right, we have to we have to perform for the first dance. He's like, oh my gosh, that's a this lot of song, pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And I'm just like, okay, this song it is difficult, but
0: I can't even imagine, yo. I I fucking I've DJed weddings and I've been nervous just pushing play at the yeah. right time. Ooh. Oh my yeah. god! And that, all I gotta do is just hit the button once and hope the volume's okay. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Hope it was a nerve-wracking. Hope it's the right version. Yeah. Right. All and that. The version mm-hmm. that
1: they're looking for. Uh-huh. All yeah. that. And then, like, But if you're... I mean,
0: you got to play this song. You, you Right. You got to play a song that they they probably know. They but really you, knew, they too. picked out. Oh, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they right. probably know and it if they, they picked really it for their... first dance. And we're, yeah. like, we're like, okay. And I was like, okay. I
3: was more stressed about that. <laughs> and we had such an intense week with, like, gigs. I was like... She's like, yeah, I've been studying all week. I'm like... I have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to do this. We got it.
3: I was like, I know we got it. But I'm like cramming the songs like right before the wedding, like all day. It's like so stressful.
1: When the, when the time comes, I'm just like, okay, well, this is a wedding, so be soft with you know, can't forget day. Okay. That she walked into my life. And he's just. And all I just, right, I I'm like, I, okay, see, yeah, play to
3: where she's at, and see? then and, you know, then also here, you better sing that shit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I was like, oh, we got him, we're good. the <laughs> <And I'm laughs> like, <laughs> the couple started <laughs> around, like, yeah. And and when like, you get that, then you're like, okay, we didn't mess up the song, right? So we, they're
1: like, all right, do you want to it? I'm like, no, this is our day off, so we're gonna go home. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot of that
3: nervousness was just we wanted to make sure we delivered. Yeah, you know? I
0: think I think there's a pressure that we put on ourselves as musicians. Because we listen and hear and absorb music in a different way. Mm-hmm. And we expect everybody to engage with it the same way that we do. Listen. A lot of people do not. That's mm. true. Right? They just want to hear the song. Uh, They're listen. not worried about the specific version with the specific instruments and the mm-hmm. specific and vocal harmonies the, and all the layers the and team. stuff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, we'll beat ourselves up for yeah. weeks over that. But most people, they just want the bass level. Yeah.
3: I think they just want to feel. Yeah. They just want to feel the music. Human connection. Yeah. And I think I'm always working back to that. Like, okay, are there guitar players better than me? Absolutely. I don't care. They used to bug me. Like, because I come from, like, metal, so there was always, like, a technical kind of proficiency, you know, respect. You had to kind of, like, yeah, really playing? Is he, like, on some bullshit, you know? And then over time, I'm like, well, I'm never going to be able to play, like, him or her or whoever, and I don't care. Like, but what's my... What's my lane? My lane is how do I make people feel what I'm playing? I'd much rather, I've been in situations where I was on stage with guitar players. and It's like we're switching solos and they're just trying to shred my face off. And I, I was like, when I feel that competitive energy, I just lay in a cut and I'll just like, Beow. because that one note means more to me than everything you sure. try to do, because that's not what music is for me in that capacity. So then I'm like, well, if I can take two notes and make an audience feel something, I'm good. That's that's what I want to lean into. Yeah. So that's what my style is now. So that's what I go after. But it's it's tough because I like want to also deliver. Well, yeah, So there's a pressure I put on myself. Well, sure. I, I mean, I you are a uh,
0: <laughs> a rock star at heart, Byron Nash. Oh,
3: oh don't get her started.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Tell me more." <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I mean you are. So you have this like it's an insatiable yeah. hunger yep. to, you know, just to, to feed off the energy that you're providing. It's like this crazy feedback mm-hmm. loop of just like, like, it's weird. It's like, it's a feedback loop of both positivity and like sprinkled with the right amount of ego and just yeah. like, yeah, like an attitude and all you, that stuff. You. Like you got to yeah. put all that in for people to like really want to give into it. And I think that a lot of time, you know, people will feed off that energy so much because it's it's entertaining. It's something yeah. to look forward to. It's like it's the action hero in the movie, yeah. you know, or whatever analogy you want to make, right? <laughs> and I've said this, like, 10,000 <laughs> times. Like, people, like, that are a little bit, I will just say more ignorant about the mm-hmm. way these sort of things work yeah. that will wonder, like, oh, why is, like, rap on the top of the charts why yeah. why doesn't rock music take over the world anymore it's like have you looked at rock bands lately yeah. they have no attitude no ego they're not trying to make anybody happy yeah every it's just miserable yeah and it's like that's but if you look at any of the, the, the top the rockers any of that stuff yeah, it's like mm-hmm. they it's all the ego it's all the attitude it's mm-hmm. the show it's what yeah. people
3: you know it's escapism yeah it is and I think I'm a product of the '80s, man. Like I'm totally. a product of the metal and the the hair metal and the MTV era and just like the over the top shows and album covers and like that's always going to be a part of what you know. I'm, I'll be 50 and I'm like, I feel like I'm 21, ready to tear stroke shit up
1: right now. Stroke me, stroke me, stroke. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. Like, all of that stuff is, like, <laughs> swirling around in me. You right. know? Yeah, that's the, the funny thing
0: is just, like, the thing about music, so I'm, I'm very convinced. I know there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I like this kind of music. I don't like that kind of music. Yeah. I think with the right attitude from who's performing the music, yeah. you can get anybody to like any
3: kind of music. I French, think that's man. what I'm learning, too. And, and you got to, like, You got to like really love it yourself. Unless they're a robot again. You know what I mean?
0: Right. (laughs) Right. I have only been programmed to like one kind of music.
1: I mean, well, I mean, I think at the same time when it comes to only liking one type, because I mean, we talked about this because I was raised on soul and blues, a lot of what they would call black music, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. But I mean, music really doesn't have a color. It just so happens that when it comes to music, especially soul music, it just hits you differently. Like the way you would hear Marvin Gaye sing or the way you hear Aretha or Gladys sing is just a whole different experience. Well, sure. You know what I mean? so when it comes down to being a music fan, it's getting out your own way and keeping in mind that music is an experience for the whole world. So there might be music that you may love that you don't even understand what they're saying. Like, but the way it makes you feel mm-hmm. yeah. it's just it touches yeah. your spirit. So that's all I that really matter. True. Like there's a song that I love that's in uh that's in Zulu, that that's spoken in the Zulu language in South Africa. Don't know what they're saying, but I love it. Every time it comes on, I'm like, Oh shoot, that's my jam. And it's just like and I love that. So for everyone, I encourage everyone to be a fan of me to get out your own box and you end up learning something, you at least expect. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you hadn't I've learned it. If you hadn't listened, you wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. You also
3: learn that it's all really kind of connected anyway. So I'm like, oh, okay, that little part in that song, it really could be this thing. Okay. You know, like, I don't really have a separator, you know. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of similarities between music and food in the ways that, like, you know, the – all you need for a song to connect with somebody is just a reliable rhythm chord melody. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You know, the, the, we'll say the lyrics of the song can be like the specific ingredients of the dish. Yeah. Like you go out to eat, you like, I know I'm eating a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, meat, veggies bun mm-hmm. you know i might not know the name of the specific cheese or where this meat was raised yeah. i don't understand all of the lyrics mm-hmm. of this right, of this right, burger right, right, but right. it's a damn good burger yeah. right. i relate with the rhythm chord and melody of this burger yeah. this sauce That's all really your re- yeah. <laughs> yeah. and i mean like most of the time nobody's gonna even take the time to want to know the lyrics of that burger yep. unless it's a good burger oh, unless right. the rhythm chord and melody are good
1: yeah Eyes closed, True. but
0: also simultaneously. I mean, we've all heard some pop music. There's some songs where the rhythm, chord, and melody is so bad that you're like, oh, "What are oh these oh lyrics? What God. is in this
3: burger?" <laughs> so you end up doing like it's either one or the other. You're like, "I need to know why this song's baby, a hit." It's, baby, baby, <laughs> oh. uh, you, are we throwing shade at 13 year old Justin Bieber right now? No, it's, it's just hilarious. <laughs> I mean, but that but that is such a great example oh, of a really good catchy melody right uh-huh. right who was the crowd at the time right <laughs> and Children. it was easy
1: Adole- adolescent yeah but
3: but look at his transition right justin bieber's dope like his guitar player super shreds i would i would love to sit on the side of stage and watch this whole band crush mm-hmm. but you wouldn't think that from just hearing that oh, song no. and like that guitar player has a lot of metal in him and like you wouldn't know it but he's like church and metal so it's like he's got the the r tracks, but he'll be like, like oh all over gosh, you. And it was wow. like, but he's Bieber's main guitar player. So to me, I'm like, oh, well, it's all one and the same. Wow. And he's really loyal to his band. Right. And he's kept the same people for years. So like, <laughs> I don't know. I like I that. Know, you know what I mean? It I might. Know. I don't listen to Justin Bieber every day or no. anything, but I respect him. And I understand why his music works. Sure. It's you interesting.
0: Know? Once you're behind the curtain, you start to appreciate things in a different way. It's yeah. no different than working in the restaurant right. industry yeah. or yeah. anything like that's. I know all about Bro, it. Are you yeah. going to talk, about you going to uh-huh. talk about it? you
1: going to talk about yeah, I mean, it? I'm just saying, you gonna
0: talk about I mean, it? you you think a lot differently. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe that place has good burgers, but the people that are making that burger are treated like complete dog shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I want to support this exactly. place. Exactly, yeah.
3: I think uh, it's interesting, too, that you keep bringing up food and stuff. I'm hungry. Well, those two industries work really well together because they're very similar. And I think that's why I've been able to sustain myself for so long. Service industry... Is built off of sex, drugs, rock and roll, money, ego, sex again, money, (laughs) ego, people and relationships. It's like a couple of those keep getting repeated. I
0: mean, mean, really
3: like (laughs) I think you
0: know, rock and roll is easily if the, the rhythm chord and melody of rock and roll is what ego, money, and talent attention.
3: Attitude. It's, it's the yeah. same thing, right? But none of that's going to scale without people, uh, right? You can have the best burgers in the world, but if no one's in there eating them, it doesn't matter. It your really restaurant closed,
1: right? That's very I've, true.
3: I've seen incredible chefs lay it all out, best place in the city. They're not open, right? Or really talented bartenders can make a good drink, not good with people, <sighs> so their bar is empty. But that's one of the best drinks you will ever have. Then you have someone else who is a quarter of that bartender, but they just know how to talk to people and they're walking out 500 bucks from night. Oh. So that taught me a lot about relationships of bouncing between the two, because when I was in service industry heavy, most people didn't know I played music until I started promoting myself in it, you know? So I just understood it. Okay. As a musician, I know that I have more exposure to people than if I were just a guitar player.
2: That's very
3: true. And so I just utilized it to build relationships, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of interesting how that works.
0: Yeah, it's also, like, interesting about, it's sure there are a lot of restaurants that open and they're great, but it'd be, like, the equivalent of, like, if you, as a band or a duo, like, you just had a residency at a place and nobody knew who you were and you never had the opportunity to pop around. Right. Whereas, like, you have, like, now with a lot of the food trucks and stuff like that, they're basically, like, touring the chefs. Yeah. Right. That can go around and, you know, play their
3: culinary songs mm-hmm. for people of, <laughs> yeah, you know, the city, right? all,
0: all, all, all over the place, right? It opens
3: up the, the opportunity, you know? So I think it creates versatility. I think it should be the same in your music. Not that you have to be like, you know, Mr. Bungle diverse, like where people don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I mean, where I don't play music. Like I play music for the people, but I don't play it to make them happy. It's like, it is still selfishly to kind of make myself happy first. And then I get excited about the fact that they're connecting you know, and then when I see that, then I know what to lean into more. But it's still, whether I played 50 shows or two, <laughs> I, I love it the same way. That's you know, right I just right. happen to play more shows now because I just, I'm like, all right, well, I want to do that instead of working to play shows. Because I actually didn't play as many as I could have because I was working all the time. And I was exhausted. And I'm like, after 2020, I like shifted my mindset with how I was thinking about it. Even my identity. If someone said, hey, what's your name? Oh, I'm an inspired. Oh, what do you do? I work at hair Girl. The bartend. Like, I was identifying as a bartender. So everything in my life was actually more in alignment with my identity that yeah. I was putting out to the universe. As soon as I changed it, while I was still bartending, immediately started gigging more. And then I wanted to lean into that even more. And that's, I mean, I played, what, 77th gig this year?
1: Uh, so yeah. So far. Yeah, you know. right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this is
1: six months. <laughs> it's only six months. Weird. <laughs> We're not even done. We're not even done with the
0: year. Yeah. Like, so, that's him. You know, now I know that, um, Jacoia, you have like, you know, some experience performing, but like, is this like the most amount of stuff you've done in like a condensed amount of time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, so it was really much good. more of like a zero to 76 sort of a situation, <laughs> however many gigs right. it's been. Yeah, yeah, you know
1: what? I think it's, um, first, it, it started out as an appreciation. I, I appreciate. Seeing someone like Byron because he's he's this weird, like, alternative person who I got to see where I'm just like, I look at him and I see myself. Um, and then being able to, like, support other artists doing their thing and seeing him perform. And it's just like him performing is inspiring me to sing the song while he's playing it. And just like, oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, let me keep going. Let's see what happens. Oh, my gosh. He's seeing this. Okay, I should shut up.
3: That's how we met <laughs> last year. I played the arts festival uh, with the trio, and then I ran and played Redfish Bowl later that night. And I saw her, so I, I was like, oh, she seemed like a Shadow Lounge like homie from Definitely. back in the day. Definitely. But I didn't know her. And... uh I was doing Ain't the Sunshine, and then she was sitting in the audience. She started singing. And she, I mean, she, she has a big voice. So I was like, who the <laughs> um, Right, yeah. She's getting all, you know, the spirits hitting her, bugs flying around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, well. We're well, going to take a collection. I was like, uh, well, you might as well just finish the song. Right. So she stood up and finished it without a mic, just as loud as, as if she had one, and we just vibed. And then someone filmed it and tagged her. And then I reached out to her through Instagram. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, I met you when I was 21, when you were in Formula 412. And I'm like, wait, what? So <laughs> I was like, it's been this, whole, oh, like, yeah. it's been like, this yeah. whole like weird thing. That's wild. Yeah. And that's how it started. And that was last year in June. Yeah. And then she went to Ghana and did all of her stuff. And then around September, I was like, hey, why don't you just come down and hop on, on this one song with no rehearsal, <laughs> no
1: rehearsal live.
3: Yes. And she killed it. And then I just started inviting her to do like the last 20 minutes of my solo sets. And I was like, whatever tips we get, we'll split. And then we started getting booked. They're like, hey, can you? They would book me. And then they'd be like, can you bring Jaquia too? <laughs> I was like, can you pay a little more? <laughs> I was like, you already booked me. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. But like, yeah. you know? And then when I got the New Year's Eve opportunity, I was like, you know what? We're playing on PTL. Will you will you do the show with us? I think it would be better. Oh, shit. And then that, that led story? to New Year's yeah. Eve. And then I had a collective of people. So it was Jaquia. My son played keys. Live from the city was like our rap MC and we had just kind of met last summer at Benji's show when he's like, yeah, I'm bringing out my cousin live. And I'm like, wait, isn't that my cousin? And then we like all found out we were like related. So I just had this big (laughs) collective of people up there because I didn't want it to just be about the trio. I thought that platform, you know, as a local artist, it's pretty huge. And I'm like, I'm going to share this with everyone. So I had like a a big group meeting. We did like a potluck dinner. I was like, Hey, this is what we're going for. This is what I, I think would be cool. It's going to be a lot of exposure. I'm going to have camera people there. Let's just blow it out and see what happens. And then that's what sort of started the ball rolling as much as it has been. (laughs) It's all kind of a fluke.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It really is. Oh, wow. And it's (laughs) so funny because first night felt like we were like in the Matrix. We all had black on and we were all like... Just looking at each other, like, oh my gosh, this is about to happen. Like, we're about to. There's
3: like 10,000 plus people it there. It was just like, it was so overwhelming. Crazy. Like, Almost to the point where it didn't seem like I was having a good time because I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Because we worked so hard to lead up to it. And then it was like, kind of tired too. And then, yeah. it was like, oh my God, it's here. And then we did it. And then after that, it was like, now what? And, and everybody's you know, like, oh
1: my gosh, now we need to rest. And you're like, all right, Quay. So, uh, <laughs> what you doing on Saturday? Well, I got work. <laughs> okay. Well, before work. After work, can we get together uh sure all right well um, she's like this dude all right <laughs> yeah. and then he's no. like and then i see him more often i see my family now so i see like, her
3: more like, than i see my cats oh, and, and they live cats. in my house that's <laughs> who,
1: in his house with him. <laughs> like, oh my. They're like dude i'm like
3: i'm sorry
0: <laughs> no I, I think uh the the mentality that that byron has is one that i have as well yep. which is just like look just because, you know, you work eight or 10 hours a day,
1: <laughs>
0: there's go. more time in the day.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's 24 hours. 24 hours
0: of the day. can you it. <laughs> and I mean, and I don't, I don't mean for it to be, I mean, because like you're teetering on a very unhealthy lifestyle if be, you yeah. think about that. Yes. But I think that like, what's more unhealthy, like doing more or doing less? Because right. right. a lot of people convince themselves that, oh, because I had work today, that's all I could do. Yeah. And then I they go home and like that. go home and like they'll work for, you know, eight hours or so and then go home and
3: veg out for four or five, six hours, which is still doing something, even though it's nothing. So yeah. that's a choice to do that with your time. I'm not saying it. I think there's nothing
0: doing. wrong with it, right? No, There's
3: nothing wrong with it. But right? the people that complain, complain about it, they, they, uh, they, that's the issue. They should never come to any one of us and say that. <laughs> I'll either oh be God. really quiet or they say, what do you think? And I'm like, do you really want to think?
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. The people they are just like, you know, like they're like, they, Like, I, it's like the, I get a lot, like, I don't understand, like, how you do so much. And like, and I, I, I have a hard time, like, explaining to people. I'm just like, look, like, I don't really do that much. yeah The whole reason I'm doing so much is because I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like, in a weird way, like, it feeds itself, right? It's just like, I get home from work and I got nothing to do. I don't, there's really nobody to hang out with or anything like that. So I'm like, well, I may as well work on this song that -hmm. happens, you know, for fucking four or five months. And all of a sudden there's there's a record and it's just, it's just like, it's like, okay, I just do that. And then, yeah, I still, you know, I watched all of stranger things in a day. We did that. We can catch up on things, you know, I'm not like always working on stuff. No. I go to breweries and hang out and get beers and stuff and, you know, check a couple emails. Like there's plenty of time to do everything yeah a lot of people just convince themselves that they can't
3: i think you also have to like look at your week and be honest with yourself like if you're pursuing something or there's something you think you want to do right look at how you're using your week just do like a a inventory of your time you know it's okay if people catch up on stuff i mean during covid i i watched every music documentary that i possibly (sighs) could because i could right and i'm like well i don't feel like i'm being lazy i'm learning and then i'm Mm -hmm. like but I need to be recording. Online classes. Yeah. I, I, I was taking all <laughs> online <the> classes. That's I was to say. hell. That's hell. And, e- and <laughs> even on like some personal development stuff, I'm like, I really want to learn more about like finance. All right. Let me take a freaking class on it. You know, these are things that like two hours is not that long. It really, goes really. fast. How easy can you kill two hours and not do anything? <laughs> but if you plan to have two hours, I can do that two hours and still take that an and be like not feel guilty for it. <laughs> and I, I started getting up earlier because before it was tough because I was grinding. Because I would get home really late and still get up early. So I was having like 19-hour days, like four oh, days a week. I was just, it was just relentless. Wow. I do more now because I don't get I don't go to bed that late. And people are like, well, how do you get up so early? I'm like, well, partly because I coach at 530 in the morning. But once you get on that cycle, I'm like, by the time 9 a.m. hits and the average person is up getting whatever started, I'm like five hours into the day. Like firing on all cylinders. Sometimes I can actually go home, take a nap at nine and get up at nine 30 and I that's phase two. So I kind of break my day down into threes. It's like, all right, if I get up early between like four to roughly 10, 11, that's day one. I could take a break. I could take a nap. I could do nothing. I could go for a walk, whatever. Then I have that other bracket of time. But usually what I do is all my business stuff because I know no one's up oh, yeah. No one's yeah. at their office yet. So no distractions. I can I can reply to emails. I can say yes to gigs. I can send the W-9s. I can do all the things that they're asking for. So I'm in their first queue, right? And then they finally respond. Well, when I'm in day two, which is in the same day, I can say yes or no. I can send it out to the band. <laughs> and then I don't have to think about it anymore if I don't want to. Before, I would just keep working. I'm like, now I don't have to do that. So I break it down into three so I can get my wellness in. I can get my personal in. If we have a gig, like oh, I can goodness. get all of that in without feeling like I'm cramming that's right as much, and still like go to bed but like yeah, I'm like an old person yeah there's a there's a there's <laughs> a super
0: wild yin and yang between like uh balancing like maximizing your time mm-hmm. but also like minimizing b
3: s yeah they, they i like the I, I didn't make this up, but I've been living by it it's uh don't major in minor things. So I don't waste time on anything Mm -hmm. that's minor that's not going to move the whole picture forward. Even if rest is the thing, then that's what it is. That's what it is that day. Like I need it, right? But the other things that used to kind of take time or like environments that I was in, I'm just not in them anymore. It's not a a better than or worse. It's just not where I put my time. So it actually created more time. Sure. It's very streamlined what I do. I know it looks like a lot and it is, but it's not, I'm not necessarily overly doing it. You know, I did just add a new thing to the plate, but it's a new opportunity. So I'm in an adjustment period. But outside of that, I'm not like putting in 20 hour days.
0: Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, it's just you know, for me, it is very much just being very aware and realistic about the time that I have. You know, as you had already mentioned, I'm very much into the pie chart philosophy of like, you have 100% of yourself as a person, that's it. Yeah. That's all you can give mm-hmm. until I get that Elon Musk update where I can go up to 125. Yeah. <laughs> I only got 100. Right. 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 So, you know, it's just like, okay, well, if I'm trying to do 20 things, I can only give everything 5% at most if I want to give it all equal attention. Yeah. That ain't going to work. So yeah. we got to cut some of these things out. Yeah. And just to a point where it's like- Trim the fat. You know, if I want to give everything that I'm doing, you know, 25% of my input, well, it's mm-hmm. like, we got to cut that 20 down to four. Yeah. And you're saying- sorry to a lot of people
3: yeah but but the progress is so much better oh yeah Uh, i mean it just moves the needle so much faster and i'm like oh i'm not nearly as tired. like i'll say i'm tired but i'm not nearly as tired as i used to to be well it's like a different type of tired you know what i mean well
0: there's a thing there's like physical tired and Mm -hmm. mental tired right and if you're trying to if you're trying to do so much it's just like i haven't done anything all day but i feel Burnt. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, you've been thrank- thranking. You've been thinking.
2: You've been. thranking, <laughs> You've been thranking. Thrankin'. I've been thranking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. See, that's a bunch of musicians <laughs> No, huh? oh, that'd be a great yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> No, yeah, wow. it, it, it's a lot of. um, It, yeah, it takes an amazing. Amount of just like patience, yeah, really, which is like something that if you were to like tell me when I was like in my 20s, I'd be like, you know, whatever, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, you know, let's burn it to the yeah. ground, let's go, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to have but, a like burn it at both ends kind of mindset about it, and I paid the price for that, like, yeah. I felt like there was a point where I am like, I don't know if I got anywhere near where I wanted to be or oh, should have been. No. You know, and then when I started taking time back and really taking that personal time, whether it's sitting for 15 minutes in the morning on my back porch with a coffee before any internet, before right, I driving, take on an, right. anyone's thoughts, you know, to kind of cloud my day. Like, nothing worse than opening social media and the first thing is something like, like, really, you guys are mad about a name change? Like, how, that's not even part of my life. Oh, the reason it became yeah. <laughs> part of my life is because I looked at my phone. Right. Right? But it's not... But there's people who are Uh, truly, that's like a part of their life. Like, oh,
0: yeah, (laughs) you know?
3: Yeah. The other,
0: yeah, yeah. The the other day, it was just like early in the morning. And like I saw somebody, like, do you hear the Heinz Fields changing their name? And it was before I saw anything on social media. And I was like, fuck. Because I knew, knew I I knew, I knew it was, yeah. It was just like, I do not care what every single, everybody, things things happen. But it's just like, (laughs) I just I knew it's gonna be a source of like actual like contempt and just like unnecessary like memeing. Yeah. Which I have a very odd relationship with memeing. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if I like it or if I don't like it. Sometimes I guess I see something that relates to me and I kind of chuckle. Yeah. But a lot of times it just feels like I don't know, like wasted energy. I and get like, mad it's at like myself n- a that I lot of, gave it brain power. Yeah, like there's like a lot. I guess <laughs> no. I don't know. I guess who am I to say what, what or how people should engage with the internet? Yeah. But there's just something about like the promotion of like negative energy or yeah. the promotion of sarcastic energy mm-hmm. that just like really rubs me the wrong way, it and I don't me. like I don't like want it in my space. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it bums me out to like be online in this community with people that like I that I don't know, that maybe I hold some respect for because they're like friends or Mm -hmm. acquaintances or colleagues. And I'm just like, don't you have anything else to do? But then I'm like, well, you know, I'm in my 30s still posting rap songs that I made. So who am I? Yeah. You know, it's all got to be a little self-aware. You know, I I have Ninja Turtles tattoos. I'm a total (laughs) ding dong. It's just like, whatever makes you happy. I mean, life is way too short. And if, you know, I think that I'm overanalyzing other people's relationships with memes in the same way that I'm going to overanalyze other people's relationships with music and the way they hear things and all that stuff. I just think my brain is just like over Mm -hmm. critical about everything. Yeah. I can't turn it off and I really
3: should. (laughs)
0: It sounds tiring, right?
3: I I try my best to not take on too much of the internet. It's tough because I have to be on it. I manage 13 social media accounts. (laughs)
1: Say it again. You
3: know, 13. Yeah. Because I do mine, I have the wellness one. I, there's like four for Helltown, and I
0: wish I had thirteen.
3: <laughs> I don't even know. No, you, no, know. you don't. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, no, you don't. no I wish I. No, I'm sad. Because today I did I got, it. What you got more? Oh yeah, yeah, you have a ton. So I got
0: yeah. so I play in three bands. Yeah. Plus get hip, plus the podcast, plus personal. Ugh. So that's six. Thanks. Yeah. Times that by Facebook. Instagram, uh, yeah. Twitter, all that stuff. It goes. Oh,
1: not you yeah, have to even start talking lot. about
3: TikTok?
0: Yeah. No, I don't actually have one single TikTok account.
3: Uh, I have a TikTok uh, account. I just, I just can't. My I brain can't take on anymore.
0: Well, that's the thing. I, I, I'm not
3: anti. I just, right? yeah,
0: just it's just what one more thing.
1: I just said it's a lot.
0: I'm not anti TikTok either. I think there are people that are genuinely really good at using that platform mm-hmm. to benefit their creativity. Yeah. But I find it unbelievably cringe seeing people that are trying to force themselves to become like a TikTok character when it's not who they are. Yeah. It's just like very unnatural and just like desperate. Yeah. And it's like, it's like you're a business owner. Stop Mm -hmm. this. This ain't getting more people in your door. It might get more numbers on your social media, but that's stop putting your energy into this. Yeah. Stop. Unless like you're genuinely having fun and rock and roll, do what you want to do. Yeah, You know what I mean? But if you're expecting this to be something that, you know, benefits your long-term goal, then I don't know, maybe it's not. But also, who am I to judge what your long-term goal is? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, And and that's the thing. It's like, it always kind of comes back to that. And so I think if I can minimize social media, I I have to use it. It's my tool, but minimize just what I take in. Yeah. If you ever just find yourself, and we all do it, right? We're just like, why scrolling. am I fucking just scrolling right now? Yeah, you really can't. And then it's like, oh, they got me. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, you just... Sorry, yeah, it's like a bird.
0: It's so <laughs> easy to, like, put yourself into other people's business mm-hmm. and to judge them based <laughs> off of like, the way exactly. that they interact. And it's just like, this is, like, everything that I don't like about the human, the potential negativity <laughs> of the human experience yeah. oh, is being somebody like I'm being right now. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But... uh it happens. Yeah, it's literally designed to. It's not yeah.
1: our fault. I, was no, is, I know what it is. is it? Yeah. There's so no such thing as privacy on Instagram. I mean, on Instagram or social media or internet in general. So you have to be willing to gauge how much you're willing to even share. Yeah. Like, and that's sharing to, you you to create. Yeah. It's so you know, hard. Is so much you consume.
0: It's so hard as a creator, like right now, because we. These, this is it. These are the platforms that we have. There are people that are, you know, trying to do their cute other little things that nobody uses that are curated for <laughs> musicians and things like that, which I respect the hustle, but it ain't it. Yeah. Everyone's here. But like, literally, as just musicians trying to promote a gig, like, we have to go through the same hurdles as like Coca Cola or With Old Navy mm-hmm. or whatever, you know what I mean? Yep. And then at the same time, you have people that are, promoting their literally what they had for lunch harder than you're promoting your gig. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do I balance like all these normal people that are wanting everybody to look at them as if they're They're, a rock star plus the attention as well. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants the attention and it's all bottlenecked.
3: And that's where it's tough as a artist. You know, we were talking about it where some artists and you know, I feel like they want people to care about their music as much as they care about it. And I'm like, well, but if you're not battling, you know, the TikTok challenge and puppies <laughs> and, you know, slam dunks <laughs> and puppy. reels and all this stuff, if you're not willing to go against those things, because you still can do it for free. Yeah, The time isn't free, that's but right. the effort is. That is. And so, like, if an artist plays a show and they don't really push it, say, I don't know, maybe only 20 people came out when it could have been 40.
2: Yeah,
3: I don't know. Like, so that's why I'm re- like, I have to separate how I feel as a person from how much I push myself. If I didn't have shows, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be on it yeah. all like that. But I, I know that, like, how do I cut through just to like right. trick the algorithm a little bit? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, it's weird, you know? Because you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be consistent.
0: One of the things that's been really interesting for me running social media accounts for so many different bands over the past decade because i've been in projects that mm-hmm. have come and gone and all this stuff and i'm always band daddy i'm the one in charge yeah, me too so to i've daddy. <laughs> i've seen <laughs> i've seen like what works and what doesn't yeah. and there isn't a clear-cut way because i've seen things work for gray walker that do not work for any other project that that i'm in yeah. wow. like with Greywalker, like, we can post about a show once, mm-hmm. three weeks before it happens, one post. This is a date, come out, and people will come out. Mm-hmm. And then I can't do that with other projects. Yeah. There's other projects where I got to be like, what Ramping is it? it up, and then, but yeah. then it's like, if I'm being very real about myself, it's like, I think everything that I do creatively is good, and I feel confident performing it in front of people. Mm-hmm. But- I understand that Greywalker operates on a much different level and it's a very special thing. Mm -hmm. And that's why I can post something about it once and people come out Mm -hmm. because we have a a group of people that really, really care. Like People will come see another project of mine because they care and yeah. because they're my friends. Right. There's people, you know, what I mean, I could be at Cheats and someone's like, Grey Walker. Right. You know, Kennywood, Grey Walker. Mm-hmm. Like it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very it's cool. Thing. But yeah. that's just the thing where it's like at its core, it's like we have something that's genuinely good. Yeah. Right? So regardless of all of the algorithms and blah, 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 blah. I think the key really is just to focus on making sure that what you're putting out there is awesome. Yeah. And that it's gonna and that there's a market for it and that mm-hmm. you're just getting it to those people, people and, get it to them. Yeah. and also, I mean, it took time. I mean, there was definitely parts of like, when we were just like starting out with our lineup mm-hmm. where we were posting a lot more, but we fucking played a ton yeah, and we did a lot of music videos and, that, that and put out music about, yeah, and all right. that stuff. And then over time, it's gotten to a point now where it's like, you know what I mean? Like we didn't we post have anything right. online for two years. And yeah. like, you know, people thought we were crazy, mm-hmm. you know, just like every, like everybody's going to forget about you. They're like, no, once yeah, we are back, yeah. we are back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd rather post less and make it worth it yeah. than like, I see like local bands that have basically turned their social media into meme accounts Yeah. where they're just like yeah. sharing yeah, content just, right. that they didn't even create. They're just reposting other people's things to generate attention on their page. Yeah. And it's like, nobody cares about your band. They might like the meme yeah. and but it might, gonna it's going to generate and, like right. numbers on your page. Right. But yeah. that's, what's
3: the that's long-term goal here? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we doing? Yeah, I get it. I get it. And I think it's uh, important as an artist to figure out what works best for what you're doing.
1: Right. You Sure. Just have to genuinely be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever that is, make sure that you're yourself all the time in these different spaces. Like one of the things that I love is I love to smile. So when there's pictures of me, I had to go back through my Photo albums of years ago, like, oh, that's a really beautiful smile. Oh, I love when I smile like that. Okay, that's a good one. Even when I'm messing up or even when I'm like a child and smiling. Okay, let me remind myself why I'm giving thanks for this opportunity Mm. while while I'm here. Okay, and I'm being genuine in this moment. Do what you can to be honest about it. And regardless of how many people like it, Make sure you're able to stand by it. Even if it's like you celebrating a birthday, like Phyllis Hyman's birthday was last week. I was going to put something up, but I forgot about it. I was like, oh, but that's because I was listening to a whole bunch of Phyllis Hyman. But it's just like, for people who know me, I'm like, happy Phyllis Hyman Day. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> like that's Stevie a thing. Like, right. a Stevie that, Wonder's birthday. Like, like, happy Stevie Wonder Day. Like, yeah. I don't have to put it up. But... I'm going to give thanks for this opportunity. But that's unique to you. Right. right? And right? that works for me, yeah. but it's finding your own niche. I hear you when it comes to the memes. And uh, sometimes I feel like we get lost in trying to be relevant, that we stop being relevant with ourselves. Yeah.
3: And, Hallelujah. I need a church, fan. Just-
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Good Lord. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's just, it, it it makes it so much more harder for someone to be able to see you for who you truly are. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it, it starts to make you look so much more smaller. and so much narrow minded yeah. that you don't allow yourself to be as complex as you really are. It's okay to like what you like and have those times, but don't stay on that. Stay focused on why you're there, what you're doing it for. I could repost shit, but I love what I do. So I'm going to repost all this stuff about music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, all that matters.
0: It's weird. You know, I just feel like if. Uh, <sighs> The way that social media works now is a result of everybody posting all the time. All the time. So the algorithms or whatever need to find this way to artificially um, disperse the content that they think that you want to see based on your activity because everybody's posting so much. Right. Yeah, it's rough. If we didn't post all the time as a collective. it wouldn't
3: be able to figure that out. No.
0: We wouldn't even need the need for it. No. Nope.
3: Mm-hmm. nope. We yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It's like twenty two. Yeah. I just It's a weird I, thing.
0: I, I uh I don't know. Again, I uh, I I don't want to tell anybody what to do and what not
2: to do. <laughs> yeah,
0: but th- but go, th- you these you are have. just my observations. Right. These are my things, and it's my damn podcast. What <laughs> 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 like
2: I, I want, yeah, yeah. yeah. markouts, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 brother, <died>. you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: See,
3: yeah, man, oh, I man. you know. Social media is a weird thing. I mean, because it changed how we are as people.
1: It really does. And I
3: I have to make sure I don't get just where it's like it's so in my life that I like forget about life because you're like in it. You know what I mean? So that's why I like like to post early and just be done with it. Yeah. And then I like crank on stories or just like activities I'm doing and kind of leave it at that.
1: Yeah. And Maybe you'll catch
3: a workout on my video page or
1: something. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe on Facebook, I might, like, congratulate somebody on their birthday. Or, you're really yeah, like, supportive uh, of other right, people. Right, I have to. Well, you're I really mean, supportive well, no, of other artists and me. stuff. That's me. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, that's a part of... It's not even me trying to be a part of, like, a... A shtick or something like that. That's me. It, I'm that's a just supportive how you are. Person. That's how I am. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you just had you just had a birthday. Happy birthday, blessings to you. Oh, oh, your child just won to track me. Congratulations to your child. Oh, you just got married. Congratulations. And it's just like, thank you so much for being supportive.
3: I will say this though, there's a catch twenty two to promoting, not promoting, or sharing or posting. Right. If if you're not out there, and the people who are looking for what you do like oh i wonder who's like doing some stuff right usually the people that get mentioned are the ones that they even if they're not relevant per se but they're like relevant online and right. like because a lot of people who do these like odd gigs that we do booking wise they oh, like wow. are going to the internet to see who's making the most noise who's being mentioned enough who's wherever not because they like need the most popular person but just because they're trying to look good for who they book and oh, so sure. that, that's kind of part of my or, thing too. It's just right. like or, it's like a weird cash twenty two. Yeah. Really,
0: or know? like, you know, you got like a, an events coordinator that works at a restaurant that's mm-hmm. also the the GM yeah. and uh the hostess. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, and, they gotta find and, right? and ballet yeah. and all this stuff, yeah. right? Speaking of you know, the facts right now. Um
0: yeah. and yeah, they have to find somebody. So it's like literally no different than like, oh uh, I'm in a city I've never been to. I'm going to go on Google and type in, you know, best restaurant, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably just going to go on Google and be like, uh, you know, best solo musician, Pittsburgh mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. And then, then whoever
3: that's it. pops up and then they try to find
1: out. Or
0: a musician for higher Pittsburgh or something like that. Or they like ask yeah. other people. Yeah. You know, I think word
3: of mouth is still more powerful. It
1: definitely is. It still is. I still
3: rely on that more than anything. Right.
1: Because you'd be surprised. You really are. You're just like, oh, Wow expect this.
0: Well, I mean, quite literally, both of you are sitting here right now because of a word of mouth that came out of your mouth. A few (laughs) words came out.
1: (laughs) Byron, I know it was you. I know it was you. I know it. I know it. You just gonna look at me and start Uh seizing.
0: But uh, no, I think that, you know, that's what's great about you know, sure, you can have your website and be connected online and have all of these things, but really like something that has been like an incredibly powerful and motivating and like um, I mean, career shifting slash changing thing for you is probably linking up with Jaquia, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that only happened because you were playing at a show Mm -hmm. and because you were you know, in the mindset to be like, I want to be tuned in with the crowd and to be looking around and seeing what everybody's doing. And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I play shows. I mean, you know, granted, we're a little bit wild. Yeah, I'm, I, I I don't even have, I'm not. I can't even stare straight for two seconds just because we're yeah, thrashing around, all around all like, like we got, you know, birds attacking us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, That's literally every like Grey Walker show.
3: That's it. <laughs> his hair and like fretboards all over yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, just hair and sweat but um but no i mean like you saw
3: and heard and engaged and yeah and i think my i was part of this came from a personal development thing they say if you really want to grow you got to give and it always sounded kind of cheesy because they all were kind of saying it in their own way you know what i mean and it kept coming back to that and it was like i know i can do some great things on my own but i'm like. But how great could it be if I could do it with somebody else? And that's right. sort of where the New Year's Eve idea came from. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to be about me. Like, my name, like I didn't even like my name being Byron Ash Trio. That's why we ended up coming up with Nashville mm-hmm. and taking the E off and stuff. But once it became a collective, I enjoyed it even more. Once we started working together, I, like, loved music even more. Yeah. Because it wasn't just about me up there playing my songs. It was, like, how do I support Jaquia? I- where is she going right now? Like, because, you know, she'll close her eyes and, like, She's about to go. All right. Where am I going? (laughs) And I need to be where she's going because it's only two of us. And when she's getting standing O's in a freaking restaurant and people are like, when we're making more money off of tips (laughs) than the paid gig, it's because people are feeling something. (laughs) I couldn't have done that by myself. Right. You know what I mean? So it's more about sharing it. Right. And I think that's what's made music even more beautiful for me. It's like, man, I love playing with my band. That's it. You know, but like sometimes we'll get to rehearsal and, Someone's having a rough one. We don't even play. We just talk oh, to make sure they're all right because oh, yeah. that's at the core of it first. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like real bands. Like, you know, like not where you're just like, all right, we got to do this. You know, it's like no, like, we got work to do. But are you all right today? You okay? It's and, huge, and I love that about this project. And like, I don't even know who I could spend this much time with. It like that I'm not dating. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, she's like, like my sister. You right, know what I mean? I'm and like, but you, we're like in the trenches together. And that makes me go even harder. I'm like, wait, I got somebody like, because, you know, band daddy, you got a lot of stuff on your shoulders, right? responsibility. And sometimes it's not that you expect others to do what you do because that's sort of like wrong as a leader to expect someone to promote like you do because they're probably not as good at it. So why would I ask that? Just do this thing and just do the shit out of it, right? But then to have someone come in and be like, all right, let's do it. And she promotes and she has a following and she has a crowd and she, you know what I mean? It just made everything better. I don't work any less. If anything, I work more, but it's like as a team. So, I don't know. Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's inspiring, to be honest with you, to
1: work with someone who goes those places and does those things. And he'll just be like, all right, okay, we're going to do this. I'm just like, okay. All right, well, let's go with it. I trust you. Let's go, brother. And, um, it feels really free. It does feel free. It's very liberating. And then also it's it's very cool because I will watch him as well. Like, he'll close his eyes. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm just going to listen because I just need to be wherever he is so I can just support him and roll with him and wherever he's going. So then there'll be a time where he'll play something and I'll start singing. They'll so be like, do that again. Do that again. I'm like, all right, and all we'll right. And we'll do that,
3: right, right, like, live so people can kind of feel, like, that just happened that just they happened. were a part of it mm-hmm. and that's what's fun about it it's almost yes. like they're catching a live rehearsal that's better than a rehearsal yeah but we're like figuring it out and and we bring them into it she's like oh you like that part we're we gonna do that again and <laughs> Once, and but the music never stops and people are just so into that because they feel like they're a part of it it's not like we are playing a show clap when we're done right you know it's like no you're part of the show too yeah. you know like you're part of what we're doing you're the reason why we're sounding the way we do because yeah. of the energy and we just really try to trade off of that and Kind of keep it on this little bit of a mystical, spiritual thing. Like, just keep that energy going, you know, yeah. and see where the music takes us. Because right. I don't ever know. <laughs> well, I'd be lying. I'd it'd be arrogant it to think off. that I knew where we were going. Right. I'd never know where we're going. Yeah, no, it's you know,
0: yeah, uh, it's environment is everything, mm-hmm. and the energy that you bring into a space does shift. Mm-hmm. It could shift. One person can shift an entire room. It's wild. That's mm-hmm. very true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like that's you know, true. you're. That's very you could, true be in a you know, you could be at the coffee shop and that one person comes in. Everybody's like you could just feel it. <laughs> yeah. You know, or somebody comes to the cookout that you weren't expecting or anything. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> like there's all kinds of that just part. and it's just like that can definitely happen in a show. And yeah. it could be your fault. Yeah. Because everybody's looking at you on stage mm-hmm. and if your energy is off, yeah. Pe- it's gonna make your bandmates mm-hmm. energy off. And then that's gonna yeah. it's literally being projected through so, the speakers. It's crazy. Quite, it's that's very honestly. That's and uh, yeah, I'm, I, I don't I know if I'm a very spiritual person or anything like that, but I, I don't know. I think I might be because I like think so much just about like this sort of like this energy thing. Yeah. Cause I, mean, cause I notice it so thing. much.
1: Yeah. It really is. That's I mean, real thing. you know, for all
3: the shows we did the other day, we were like, we were a helltown. I was like, that might've been our best duo show this year. That part And is. it was not because we sent, we simply played better. It was, the trust in where the music was cool, going. I was like she's, like, she's like, where are you going? I'm like, I oh, don't know, just keep going. You know, <laughs> oh, I was like, it here, really felt like, like we were just like tuned in. <laughs> and like, that was exciting. And the same thing with the band. Like, our relationship is coming through in the music, you know? And I, I just like the trust factor. And and that feels free. Like, I feel like I'm really living life now through music. Before I was like working and then I got to play music.
1: That part. And sure. That's, that's I'll whole whole never lot do different. that again. Whole ever. Lot different. It's just, and it's also different because it's a group of guys that I'm connected with. And all these guys are different. They all like, you know what I'm saying? Jules is a dad. Byron's a dad. Justin is an uncle slash. Yeah, <laughs> we, he's, a uncle. he's, a he's uncle. an uncle. We
3: say he's an uncle because he
1: has the worst jokes of oh all time. Oh my gosh. Like but not even had, dad what, 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 jokes. Right. Look, it's just. You're like, okay, you're uncle tired. Uncle Oh, okay. You, okay, you want to be on the road? I'm just like. Yeah, he just has uncle just, jokes. <laughs> okay, don't do that again. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's to connect with all these different. Brothers, these all these different men, and be able to create music with them, but also have relationships with them, uh, be able to talk with them like, okay, so how did you start creating? Why did you start creating? Like, how yeah. did you start playing drums, Jules? Like, you are the pocket king, so how did this happen? Like, and mm-hmm. I love hearing the stories that brought them to music. Well, mm-hmm. then
0: it's there's something that's like so um undeniably just like intimate and personal about somebody's you know journey as a creator regardless of whatever their medium is as an artist right and you combine that with how unbelievably difficult it is to make friends as an adult (laughs) and (laughs) like you have this insane (laughs) insane like fusion of just like great things happening and it's really rare it's really really special
3: yeah yeah it's uh I feel really fortunate. It's almost like there was a moment where I was like, I feel like things are so good. I'm like, why? Right. <laughs> this is <this laughs> a up. Like, my gonna, old self is kind of like, it's fall too, fall
1: too good right, right now. Right. <laughs> it's gonna fall Someone anytime. Will come out of the bushes.
3: <laughs> like, what's going on? Like,
1: and it's just like, you gotta remind yourself you are worthy.
3: And, the, and you're where you
1: belong, is, right? You're, you're, you're. This is all the things that you were supposed to do to get up here. You were supposed to be here. So enjoy it, <laughs> relish it, keep growing. Mm-hmm. This is just a pit stop on your journey. Like, keep going. Don't be afraid. You're supposed to feel this. You're worthy of it. Keep going.
3: Yeah. Like, Part of the playing a lot too has been leaning into discomfort because a lot of these kind of offshoot oh gigs are like they're kind of like weird you know or they're like uncomfortable or they're you know I'm like damn I'm like standing down here in Marcus Square there's all this stuff going on I gotta play two hours by myself what do I play to right. make this work right and so I'm forcing myself into this like discomfort that's oh, making yeah. me a better musician that's part of why I was doing it so much and I just was like I don't want to waste time while while it's happening if this is like a cool thing then I need to lean into it and so it's my responsibility as an artist to keep creating. And keep being in those, like, different areas. So the canvas is just a different gig, right? Okay, well, how do I entertain Market Square? I had a guy. This is when I knew I was, like, onto oh, something. right,
1: right, right. Here we go.
3: I was playing Market Square. And it's kind of shady. It's, like, it's a lot of things. It's, like, a little seedy. There's a lot of drug addicts. There's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of weird activity. But there's people just having lunch for work and a lot of very transient things. So you see all the things. And there was this homeless guy. And he's with this dog. And he's just in the corner. He's just rocking out. And then when I was done, he was like, "I really, really appreciate your music today." You know, I was like, "Well, thank you. I appreciate that." And he like dug in his pockets. Dude had thirty-five cents. I was like, "Dude, you don't have to do that." Like, he's like, "It's all I got." I was like, "Exactly. Don't do it." He's like, "But you made my day." And he tips me this, and I felt like yeah. I felt bad taking yeah. it, you know. And he went to shake my hand, or he went to give me a dap, and I put my hand out, but because he was homeless, kind of dirty. I know that, like, people probably treat them shitty. So there was a moment where he was hesitant because he was waiting for me to be right, hesitant. Right, right, You yeah. know, I was like, no, you're still a human. You know, you're out here homeless with your dog. You just tip me 35 cents and this is all you got. That's, like, I was, like, ready to cry after that shit, you oh, know? Sure. And that's when I'm like, this is why I have to keep doing this. Yeah. You know, this is why I think this is for the people. This is, like, bigger than me being, like, it a rock guitar player. You. Right. Do you it know means. what I mean? Like, it was that moment. So it's, like, things like that. I would have never experienced that if I didn't put myself in that situation to play a farmer's market. You know what I mean? So, I yeah. don't know. Yes, that's, you do. that's why I'm having a blast. <laughs>
0: I'm having
3: a blast playing guitar oh, right my now. Oh, gosh. No, well, I,
0: lo- I love it. I think that, um, you know, the. The more that we can, you know, put ourselves in the positions to engage with this human experience mm-hmm. in a positive way, to to create a comfortable environment for ourselves and for other people, yeah. Um, with the very limited amount of time that we all have here, is great. Yeah, you know, life is way too short to get distracted with negativity. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. it is so easy to be distracted by. I mean, negativity. we're
3: built to lean into the negativity. Yeah, part. it's Just, it's. Human nature, you know. Early, so to fight it, you know. Yeah, I
0: mean, earlier we were talking about just like you know being open with other people and being open with your bandmates and creativity and yeah. all that sort of things. And it's like it really sucks that we're in this part where like society makes it harder to be open with people than mm-hmm. to be closed yeah, with people, right? Huge. Yeah, you know, it's easier to be an asshole yeah than to be a good person. Mm-hmm. That's Which wild. No <laughs> damn sense. Why? Why is it? Why?
1: And that's it doesn't because it's normalized. It's just, it's, it's, it's okay. When
0: like, you know, all that being good really does for the most part, unless you're dealing with assholes yeah. is bring in more good.
3: Yeah. And, and and that, you know, I don't try to be the overly, sometimes people are like, Oh, Mr. Positive. I'm like, well, I have bad stuff happen to me right. all the time. Oh my like I, I'm not just, it's not all sun and rainbows. You know what I mean? Like I've had deaths. I've had, I've lost friends. I've lost girlfriends. I've, you know, I've gone through stuff. But that doesn't mean I need to project that pain or that negativity into the world. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes for me, just putting that positive out there is a healing thing. It's not necessarily to be the Mr. Rogers or like rock guitar. It's just more like, well, I could talk about how bad the day was, but if I spend more time talking about how bad my day was, I'm actually going to have a worse day. Sure. And it's, it's,
0: it's a more elevated and amplified version of the, Oh, well, I worked all day and now I can't do anything else mm-hmm. like, because I had a bad day today or because one bad thing happened to me. Now the rest of my day yeah. has
3: to be bad. Yeah. And that's a choice.
0: And I mean, you know. granted, there are things that happen where, yeah. you know, I mean, it's a bad your, your bad day is a bad month now, yeah. you know, but yeah. that's life. But for the most part, you know, somebody cut you off. Like, you don't got, why are you even telling me about this? Why is this still an issue for yeah. you?
3: Like, you still there? <laughs> yeah. You know? And and that's where I had to limit my circle, and so my circle is my van, you know, and my cats, and uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, like, and like the, the yeah. people, and like the people I hey, cook, they're living right? things. They're, they they yeah, deserve you know, they deserve
0: love and respect I and affection trim, like anybody. else.
3: you know because like so the people that I train in fitness and life coach stuff, it's all about being better and all about trying to improve and embracing when you're not. Right. You know, there's way more failure when I'm dealing with, like, clients with fitness stuff. Because during it, it's like, you know, you're putting them in these uncomfortable situations. But by being around them all the time, I'm around way less negativity because they're trying to grow. So in helping someone grow, I'm growing. And then it's just this kind of, like, growth spurt that's happening because it's not just, Full hey, do these burpees. It's like, no, I really think you can do. I mean, I train his drummer, you know, <laughs> every Monday.
2: Yeah. I was
3: like, hey. And this wasn't at him. It was for everybody. Was like. I feel like everybody could be a little better than they are. So I'm going to kick it up. It's not going to be pretty. But I I wouldn't make you do it if I didn't think you could do it. And then when they do it, they suffer. But then you can see, like, uh, I am a little better than I thought. And, like, that is keeping me going. It's, like, helping people, like, see themselves, like, hold a mirror up. Like, no, you're dope, dude. You're strong. You're fast. You can do more than you think. And, like, keeping that as the conversation is keeping me in that really good positive space. Yeah. By not making it about me.
0: One of... The saddest things to think about, and I just like thought about this and it's like wild. It's just like, there is, you know, this thing about being open with other people, you know, not being a jerk that we were already talking about, right? (laughs) But (laughs) the fact that that there's like (laughs) a lot of people that will never understand or know like the positive experience that you get from just genuinely helping another person and being there for them. Exactly. it's so simple. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that human connection thing is yeah. unbelievable. Regardless, if it's something as simple as playing a good song for them or playing their first dance at the wedding, right? We did
3: Tennessee or, whiskey and oh, tears. You, wow. Know, wow. Wow. you, you do that
0: real. or, you know, you're helping somebody, you know, get their life back on track through physical fitness mm-hmm. or anything like that because that's the funny thing is like physical fitness is not just physical fitness. Physical. It is physical and mental fitness. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that if more people understood that, and I'm saying this is somebody that's never worked out a day in his fucking life, and this is why, because I have a big problem with the mental, not the physical. But that's a that's a no, conversation no, 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 I need no, to ah, have. That's a go. conversation oh, I need yeah. to have with myself. Because yeah. like, for somebody that, that tells himself that he can do pretty much anything, yeah. in that realm, I tell myself I can't. And I don't know what that is. But again, yeah. that's a conversation for another yeah. time. But yeah. I'm hyper aware of it, that it's right. not just physical. It, and I think that's where- how,
3: like, yeah, mentally on point you are that yeah. you're aware of that too. So you know?
0: um, I don't know where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry, but you know <laughs> it's excited. okay. I'm 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 mentally unfit to run a podcast now. We're <laughs> uh, just no, <laughs> crushing the podcast. you have been doing this for years, man. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I think that um, yeah. There's just there's that balance of everything. Everybody just thinks of everything in like binaries, and yeah. it's not just one way. It's like just because you could play guitar doesn't mean you can write a song, that's and just true. because you know. I can lift something heavy doesn't mean that I could actually work out or yep. do like a regimented sort of thing mm-hmm. to see uh progress over a course of time, over the 90 days, mm-hmm. you know, bringing it back to that.
3: <laughs> no, that's not, just a, that's not just a physical thing. That's a so thing. they say, I mean, now it's, it's a little skewed, but like to break a habit or to form a new habit, it's roughly 90 to like maybe 120 days, but it has to be very, it can be, it can it depends
0: on what. I mean, it is. you have to actually want to break the habit. You
3: have right? to really want to break it, <laughs> but then you have to practice it. But then also, just like I, it's not really from a fitness thing as much as it's from like a mental thing. So I worked on, at, so I had a nutritionist for ninety days, and then I lost my job. So, but in ninety days, I was so disciplined by having someone to answer to about that that at ninety at the end of it, I actually was okay to continue uh. on my own. <laughs> so then I was like, oh okay, I'll hire a business coach. And I worked with her, and it like elevated me faster than I would have by myself because it got me from A to B, but it was in like certain chunks. So I'm like, all right, that cost a little bit of money, but it was worth it where it got me. Then when I wanted to change some personal things, I'm like, from this month to this month, dial in. What are the goals? How am I going to stay with it? I need to hold myself accountable and see what that – that's sort of like the sweet spot of seeing the change because you don't see it in the first – You know, you might feel a little bit, it's kind of like getting in shape. You're like, I've been working I don't see nothing. Well, yeah, because it's long-term results, right? Well,
0: sure. It's physical and mental. How's your brain feeling? (laughs) Exactly.
3: (laughs) You know, and so working on that stuff in those brackets for me kind of helps me stay on task. If I say, oh, well, this year I'm going to blah, blah, blah. It's a little too broad, right? But there's a theory called the one thing where you zero in on what the one thing is you need to do. So if this is your big goal, what is the one thing you need to do right now that's going to move the needle forward? That's right. And then, and sometimes it's like something very small. It doesn't knows. seem like much, you know, but for that person, it might be, oh, yeah. I just have to get up a half hour earlier. Oh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it might, it might only be that. That's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's that compounds me. over time. Right. That half hour, seven days a week over the next 90 days it can, can totally change it the, the whole objective of your life. Yeah. I, I put that into everything. Whether yeah. it's fitness music, business goals personal yeah
0: that's that's always been a thing that i've dealt with when um talking with people about like hey how can i like i want to record music what do i need to do or i want to do this or that start a podcast Mm -hmm. whatever and it's just like you know it's that one thing sort of situation where it's just like okay like you're thinking you're not gonna wake up tomorrow and be you know putting songs on spotify right but it's like okay like What's the one thing that you need now? It's like, well, I don't have money. And it's like, okay, okay, well, you're gonna have to work for a bit. All right,
3: so yeah, <laughs> you so know? eight hours you might want to make it twelve. <laughs> yeah.
0: and that's the thing is like, and then that all leans into the, how much do you care? How much do you really want this? Yeah. How much
3: are you willing to give up? To yeah, because
0: I mean, like, there was a point in time in my life where like I was working, you know, three jobs. And I just realized one day, I was like, why am I doing this? And it was like, oh, yeah, because I want to be able to do this other thing. Yeah. Which that's I can't why. get to right and now. And I've been doing this will. shit for months. I right. didn't even really think about it. It was right. just like, I know that I need more income. Yeah. So I'm doing this.
3: Yeah. And that's why that's why I worked the way I worked, too. And it was for the music, but I, there, it got to the point where the work was getting in the way. of. I'm like, okay, I think there's this, like, moment it has a teeter over where you're, like, working to build that, and then you find that one thing, and then maybe you don't have to work as much.
1: That's about the same. You know, right.
3: you, you still have to work hard, but in a different way, and then maybe you pull one of those jobs back because yep. it gives you time. That's right. And that's the thing. It's really about trading time for money. That's, that's right. That's my number one thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, if I can make the same amount in three hours that it right. used to take me to make in ten hours, then I'll play two gigs in a day. Yeah. Because, yeah, maybe I played five hours today, but I made way more than me working 10 hours and then working into the next sure. day, being exhausted and not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's condensing it, you know? I've
0: I, The thing that has hurt me the most with like that sort of stuff is uh having empathy for colleagues and coworkers yeah. and getting, putting myself into a position where it's like, I don't need to, I don't need this third thing that I tacked on anymore. But if I leave, I'm going to be fucking over mm-hmm. my friends and my colleagues. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but now I am messing over myself. Yeah, you know I am, because like I don't need to put
3: time into this, but right. I feel obligated to. Where's the sweet spot of being obligated to take care of them or making sure that you take care of yourself so you actually can give more? Like that's the hot spot.
1: Okay. Right. right yeah. Yeah,
3: that's a tricky spot. I know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I want to. I, I don't want to screw you guys over, but I'm kind of not taking care of myself. But what if? It seems selfish, right? It's, it's you know, not- when we get kind of word, yeah. but then what if that's like a temporary selfishness to elevate? So then you can help them even more. The, 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 I think you know.
0: I think the thing that has held me back the most in my creative career as a whole is my fear of selfishness. If I'm being <laughs> completely honest with you. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Because I, uh, you know, not to get dark, but uh, the kindest way that I could put this is I had a very selfish family. Yeah. That w- had very selfish needs. And yeah. I grew up around a lot of selfish. selfishness. Yeah. It was ugly. And you don't and want I that never, to be no. a reflection of who you are. No, I, and I, you gave a Yeah. Lot. yeah. I
2: understand.
0: And uh, I have a really hard time. Uh, but as a result of that, I think that I have a really hard time understanding, like, when I'm giving too much or, like, yeah. actually, like, giving myself anything sometimes. Right. You know and what I mean? Part,
1: yeah. 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 It's okay to give to And yourself. also
0: overanalyzing, like, how much – like. <laughs> what ego do I fucking have that I think that these people actually need me for to be here as if I fucking leave this job, the whole world's going to fall apart. Can't do anything without
1: Brian. (laughs) They'd probably be fine. They'd probably be
3: fine. Right. right? You would probably be fine. Yeah. yeah, Everybody would be fine. Yeah.
1: The question you have to ask yourself, who am I without them?
0: Who am I without them? Mm -hmm. And the whole idea of just how hard it is to be open.
3: Right. Yeah. And honest. It's, It's a tricky thing when you're dealing with people especially if you're someone who gives a lot to situations. you know. Part of me not leaving certain jobs was like a loyalty, but I'm like, you know. It's a job. They're, they were going to let me work myself under, oh, yeah. the, under the basement. <laughs> yeah, They're like, this working ass dude? Yeah, we don't got to tell him anything. What? He's just going to work.
1: <laughs> That's right.
3: What would they
0: do dude. for me, really? Right. Nothing. Not to put things into that perspective yeah. because it's not. Yeah. you know, But, uh, you know,
3: like it's, it's something to be, there's something to be said about, self-care, it's like, as soon as you hear self, we think selfish. Yep. I'm like, no, mm. that's that's where the essence of being able to do more for others starts. Like, everyone thinks you got to be doing it all in the outskirts first because you're, oh, I'm giving, I'm helping everybody. But, but and then, well, if you're depleted, you're actually not doing nearly the percentage well, you could, right? So if you can give to yourself and, and focus on the things that would be better for you, then you could really help people. That's right. And I had to learn that because, I, I mean, I lost, like, some serious – friends or relationships because it seemed like I was being so self-centered. I was just doing my own thing. It wasn't really that. I was, you know, family background, you know, raising my brother and sister and kind of taking care of the house. And so that always has been a part of my thing. And then I would like forget about myself, you know, and then be miserable. I don't want to be miserable. And the happier I can make myself, the The happier I can help other people be happy. You know what I mean? Like the, the more energy I have for it, you know, the more clarity I have about it. It's been tough, but like, I feel like I'm better at it now because I did that,
2: boundaries. you know, and I, f-
3: I don't feel like it's a depletion of me to help
1: them that part. before
3: it was like killing me. <laughs> now it's just like, it's like an addition. huh. Right? It makes me feel better. Like adds to my life instead of takes away. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird thing.
1: It's boundaries. It's okay to have boundaries. Yeah. It's okay to let go of the person you had to be at that top to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that person that you once were, you're not that person anymore. We literally we just li- had this conversation. It's, this is all we talk you about. Oh, man. Like, man we talk about this all the time because the per- the person you had to be was to survive. I had a selfish family. My name is Jaquan. Be generous, spirit. So I know. Believe me, I know. And the giving, the giving, the giving, the giving. How many times are you going to end up burning yourself in order to keep them warm? Yeah. Like, Ooh, that's a lyric. I like oh, that. my gosh. Look, see. I'm so. Right, <laughs> right. So. You know, and it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to really take care. Like, for the first time this year, I went on my own vacation. Just, I went to Puerto Rico for a week. I just got done doing my first play. We were, like, killing. Where I was just like, brother, I'm going to take this whole week off. He was just like, all right, cool. Who was the first person I called?
3: I was like, is everything okay? I was like, she
1: yeah, was like, everything's great.
3: He was like, I want to, to go over these dates. I'm like, I thought you told me not to call you or nothing. I was <laughs> I like, all right, we can go over them. But, <laughs> uh, you know? But
1: I kind of miss Beater. go to go, enjoy yourself. Bye. Like,
3: But all that's right. because we give to each other. You know what I mean? Like, the support's so there that, I mean, I, we played a gig when she was gone for Mother's Day, and it felt kind of weird, her not being there. And it was fine, like, for what the gig was. But I was like, we're so used to having that support system that it, I don't feel like I'm giving more, you know? Yeah. And like, even the things that you do for your band with video and all the extra stuff, you know, because you can do it, right? You're good at it, you know? They are like, yo, you, you got a stickers? You got shirts made? Like, well, yeah, because I don't feel like I'm being taken advantage of in this situation. You know, you're giving me your time.
2: <laughs> you're giving me your time coming through.
3: You guys are playing these shows. You're, uh-huh. you, you, you understand the vision. You're trusting me. I know that we need this thing. So I just did it. Like, I didn't say, hey, guys, I'm going to do this. I just did it. But that's the giving because they're giving me something I'm giving to them. And, like, it's benefiting everyone. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a deficit. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I had to work pretty hard to be able to afford to do that. Right. But that was my own internal selfishness that I'm like, I now I'm capable of doing that. And then it's just, I don't know. It's just like a different thing now,
1: It's a full, you know,
3: but you got to take care of yourself first. Right. You got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. That's huge. Oh, it's so you
0: got to take care of yourself to take care of others. Sure. So, you that know, learned. if you don't have a, uh, any sort of, um, I don't know the metaphor. I'm trying to find like, uh, Positive currency, yeah. like how can you? Yeah, uh,
3: like uh, that's that. a good one.
0: If you that's you sad. don't have any, you know, to not necessarily spend on others, but share with others, share, yeah. share the wealth. Nest right. quick,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: <a mess>
2: quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I think that's the only thing I'm looking around and I don't see around here. Like I'm looking at everything in here, teenage turtles, and I'm just like, wow, he has so much. Cool stuff from the 90s and 80s and just beyond. Oh, my gosh. Elvira. Okay. All right. So it's just I'm here for the cycles of, like, you give and it comes back to you. Like, because you are not giving for it to come back to. You're you giving just to give. To give. Yeah. That's the difference.
3: And I think that's what's happening with our music, to kind of cycle back. When we play, I feel like I just want to give them everything I got, you know, and then it just happens to be creating other things because of that the and British i think the more the more like self-care-ish i've been oh about my it, God. the more selfless i've been able to be it's <laughs> like, weird it's like yeah. it seems like you got to be selfish for a second kind of get your shit together and then you can really give a lot and it's, it's happening with music it's happening in opportunity it's happening with friendships i feel like my friendships are deeper now and it's not just like, I know a lot of people, but knowing a lot of people doesn't mean you have a lot of friends, that part, you know, and it gets lonely when you get that's, popular. That's too. my life. 1000%. You know what Ooh, I mean? Like you get kind of yeah. popular, but it's like, what? Well, there's parts there's to it, but there's like a, a loneliness to it as well. I'm like, man, none of these cats actually know me. You know what I mean? Like, and like that kind of sucks, you know? So it's nice to have that happening now because I have this like small circle where we like take care of each other. So
0: hell yeah. Yeah, well, as we are uh, rounding the corner of this big old mountain of light, Life love, of and music, positivity yeah. that
3: we've been I love talking about this
1: conversation that yeah. we y'all just had, like we, I'm just listening. I'm just like,
3: are there wow. birds chirping? Right, <laughs> <laughs> The dove like, flies in. I'm freaking right? out. I'm
0: uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I, I want to thank you both for coming over. Dude, thanks this for was having us. Thank, thank you. Really, really awesome. You know, you
1: I, an honest conversation for real. I do appreciate it. Do you're really.
0: welcome. Thank you for engaging and participating and being a positive light in my life today. Oh, Honestly, that's great. Oh, that's
1: so sweet. No, yeah.
0: I mean, like really, you know, no, this was it's, good. you just see, I'm all,
3: I was tired, th- I mean,
1: like, Now like, I'm all hyped
0: yo, again. I'm, Listen, I, you know, I, you know, I have, you know, Barely made a dime off this podcast. I've been doing it for almost it been about eight years now, yeah. but it was never the point. Yeah. The point is to have these connections with people, because like there was a point in time in my life where I felt like I was like alone. I felt yeah. like I was a crazy person. you mm-hmm. know? Like when I started this podcast, I wasn't in a band. Yeah. I had nothing.
2: Oh, you know, like I realized that I, I was know.
0: like, you know, was kicked out of the band that I was in. Another thing fell apart, and all this stuff. Like I, you know, I was just trying to find wow. myself mm-hmm. and my place in the scene. And uh, wow. things changed since yeah. I could tell you that. But yeah. it was just really just putting myself out there.
3: Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, what I was what, a much what much what different dude. person. I was yeah. a much
0: different person. Yeah. yeah. Honestly.
1: Yeah, look how beautiful that is. The journey. Yeah. No, it's
0: great. Thank you. Very so I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have these conversations. Thank wow. you both. Nashville, check them out.
3: We're everywhere, literally.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> For real.
0: Playing three shows tonight when they leave here. <laughs>
1: Shoot. Give us a second. We gotta <laughs> run. <laughs> get the ants. Right. Listen. Oh, <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. Thank you. And I am going to. Uh, I'll be back when I'm back. I'm gonna wrap this conversation up, and I gotta go to band practice. Let's see. Ah, nice. Tell they the oh, nice. It never stops. I know. Really Tell the boys hurt. and say Hi. I will. Right. I absolutely will. So, until next time, my friends, peace. Take care of yourselves. Thank take you. care out there on the internet. I hope you had a productive day talking to us or listening to us. You can talk to us if you, you want. Leave a comment. A Nobody's going to respond to it. <laughs> <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>